Hey, thanks for listening to the Two Pros and a Cup of Joe podcast with Brady Quinn, Jonas Knox, and myself, LeVar Arrington. Make sure you catch us live weekdays, 6 to 9 a.m. Eastern or 3 a.m. to 6 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. You can find your local station for the Two Pros and a Cup of Joe show over at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. Now let's get this party started. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. 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 No heartbreaks. <laughs> yeah. It's uh, two pros and a cup of Joe. Fox Sports Radio, LeVar Arrington, Brady Quinn, Jonas Knox with you here on FSR. Game. You can hang out with us as always on the iHeartRadio app. You can find us on hundreds of Fox Sports Radio affiliates and wherever you are making us a part of your Friday. We appreciate you doing so as we will take you all the way up until 9 a.m. Eastern time, 6 o'clock Pacific here. Uh, all sorts of uh, football conversation. We've got conference championship weekend in the NFL. Uh, we've got coaches being hired. Matt Eberflus, uh, hired by the Chicago Bears. Eberflus. Uh, Nathaniel Hackett is in Denver. Nathaniel. Uh, the Jacksonville Jaguars are a disaster. And uh, and then we've got uh, the Dan Quinn situation, which is uh, kind of interesting. So Dan Quinn was a finalist for the Bears uh, job. He had been interviewing uh, in several other locations, uh, was a hot commodity, and then just decided... Nah, I'm going to go back to Dallas. Just I want to go be a defensive coordinator again and go back to the Cowboys, which begs the question, what changed Dan Quinn's mind? Uh, so we can go around the room here and take some guesses as to what changed the mind of Dan Quinn, a finalist elsewhere uh, with an opportunity to continue to interview uh, in a couple other places, but decided to go back to Dallas. Brady, what do you think changed Dan Quinn's mind? There's a lot out there that's on the table right now because he, he interviewed for some some jobs that I think are good jobs. Uh, good organizations that are still open, right? Miami, New York Giants. Yep. Um, you know, the Saints job just obviously came open, Sean Payton leaving. So kind of, kind of odd, just an odd scenario. You, you talked about the Bears, but they've already made their decision. I, I, I do wonder if he looked at the landscape and the fact that he's already been a head coach and thought to himself, you don't get, you know, most people don't even get a shot at being a head coach, let alone two shots at it. And so the second shot, you better get it right. Because if you don't get it right, you're probably never going to be a head coach again. You know, even as young as he is to a degree, and you still think, all right, maybe a decade later, depending on the success you would have, it might be still an opportunity. He did go to a Super Bowl. But that's the hard thing is, you know, he's been through it before. So I think he's willing to be more patient, more methodical. And he probably knows, based on his experience with the Atlanta Falcons, the type of structure he's looking for, within the organization, the type of, I guess, relationship that he wants from ownership. And I think all those things he might have looked at and said, yeah, none of this really feels right. So if, or, or I didn't get the one that I want, or I'm not the front runner for the one that I want. So if that's the case, I'm going to pull my name out of it. And I'm going to stick with this in Dallas. I think we've got a good defense. I can build off this. And look, I think the hard thing about thinking now that he would be Dallas's choice if they wanted to move on from Mike McCarthy is now Sean Payton sitting out there. Yeah. <laughs> and that's the hard thing is, you know, if, if that was the thought to it, I don't, I don't think that's a thought anymore. Because, the, you know, their, their favorite son, or second favorite son, maybe after Jason Garrett, is also out there. 
And I think they would look to bring a guy like that back if that job came open. So I just think it, you know, he was a little more methodical, a little more, a little more patient about which job makes the most sense for him. I, I, I actually fall on the other side of it. I, I think that it is about Dallas. It is about raising his value for Dallas and being in waiting for Dallas. I think that that is a situation that he, you know, feels as though he could thrive in because of ownership. Uh, they seem to be evolving and really, really wanting to be aggressive about trying to get to that next stage, that next phase and accomplishment in Dallas. And if I'm if I'm Dan Quinn, of course I know that Sean Payton is out there. Of course I know that that Mike McCarthy is is on the clock. I mean, if he doesn't get better results this year than you know this upcoming year than what he's gotten since he's been there, I mean, you'd have to assume that they're probably going to move on. I think that's the very reason why you take take the interviews. If you have an opportunity that presents itself that makes sense for you to want to get involved with and and take it like as you mentioned this is this is very kind of critical for Quinn's career in terms of being a head coach right now he gets to build a defense establish his defense while being an assistant and not having the pressure of being a head coach and if things don't work out with Mike McCarthy then now you've shown that you have the value of being recruited heavily and 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 very very aggressively by other franchises, which takes your value up. To it's, it's like nobody wants to take a girl to to the to the prom that nobody else is asking to go. Well, why not? Well, it's just because yeah, it just true. is what it is. Yeah, come on, well, Lavar. Yeah, what was is. that movie with Freddie Prince Jr. and uh, it was gosh, what? Book- uh, Boogie She's Nights. Yeah. Uh, well, oh. let, yeah, let's go yeah. live to our I Know That movie for some uh, weird course, reason. Of course, Lee the Lab would know that. Uh, Lee, what yeah, movie is that again? That would be She's All That. Yeah, and, and Lee, real quick, who's who's the lead actress in that? I do not know. All right. Well, well can uh, you find this out? Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll say this. Right. I'll say this. <laughs> she was fire. I don't know who she was, but she was fire. <laughs> nice. I, I, that, whole, that whole 180 turnaround, whatever he did in that movie, I'm just saying. That that one got me. That one got me a little bit. Uh, Let's Rachel, go live. Hold on, Lee, let me set you up. Lee. I want to give you proper credit. Let's go live to our. I just oh, looked okay. up Here some strange woman on the internet insider lead to laugh for the latest. Lee, Rachel Lee Cook. All right. Yeah. How about All that? Right. There you go. She All I know is I don't know about that movie. I just know, historically speaking, nobody really wants to go to the prom with a, a person nobody else finds desirable i'm and i'm sorry i mean that reality here's here's the reality of that it does exist like for me i had to be good at football i didn't look like you know i didn't look like brady you know what i mean so yeah. i wasn't going to yeah. be well sought after for for having good looks great through looks. footballs that's yeah. how it works yeah. i mean can you imagine that <laughs> tell me about i it. had to do the football part so uh. i was desirable because i was the all-american so it's like oh we want to go to the prom with him which by the way i didn't even go to my my senior prom um, by the way so uh, point proven uh but but again, what? Dan Quentin, I didn't. What, nobody what wanted to go with me. Nobody wanted to go. With I didn't go to any high school. That's not dances. true. You probably were like doing something yeah. else or having yeah, more come fun. Come on, elsewhere. sticks. Yeah, you were cow tipping with rolling rocks. Uh, come on, what are you talking oh, about? Yeah, I was. I, I was a cow tipper. Yeah, that, I, like I feel ashamed. Rocks. I feel, and I did like rolling rocks, and yeah. I did, and I did save my high school. Like the, the the person I was dealing with at the time, her cousin from falling into this this big ass bonfire that we had out in the backyard um you know that's what you do out in uh you know 
uh, Pennsylvania, the, the the outskirts of Pittsburgh. Could have saved Lee Lab last weekend. You know, fallen into a bonfire. Yeah, like that, you know, could have. Yeah, I, I mean, it really was a real save. Like I caught him by the back of his shirt and kept him from falling into the fire. It's kind of like a big save. Yeah. But anyway, yeah. the point I'm making about Dan Quinn is <laughs> you're you're putting it out there in a way where you build your value up because you're wanted, and and Dallas can see that he's wanted, and so. If he does get a good situation, he can leverage that against Dallas. Keep in mind right now, he's comfortable with what he has going on because of what his his separation deal, his severance deal was with Atlanta. So he's still he's still in a good space to just sit and and wait. So if it's not the perfect opportunity, you keep yeah. building your defense in Dallas. I, and if it if the opportunity presents itself in Dallas, I think you weigh that out and measure that out first. Jonas, Dan Quinn or uh, Sean Payton in Dallas, if McCarthy's out. Oh, Sean Payton. Yeah, yeah. It, it's. I mean, to me, I don't think it matters what he does in Dallas. It's for another place. If Jerry Jones can bring back Sean Payton, he'll bring back. But Sean even Payton. look at it this way, though. Even if it ends up being Sean Payton that they bring back, I bet you they're going to keep Dan Quinn as the defensive well, coordinator unless, unless he no, gets another he'd take gig. A head job. But yeah. here, here's what because Dallas has done this before. So Sean Payton was being courted by the Raiders when he was with the Cowboys, and they didn't, they desperately didn't want to lose him, so they gave him a, a nice payday. Like they did, they they must have thrown some cash at Dan Quinn, right? Because all of a sudden he just decides, nah, I want to go back after he interviewed for all these other jobs. Like maybe this was a play by Dan Quinn so, that's to posturing. get. I mean, it, it fe- still might might not be it might not be over. You might have said that in hopes that somebody might come with a different type of offer, like, and and if they show that type of commitment where. They're going to try to talk you out of pulling your name out of the hat. That, that means that that organization really wanted you. See, McCarthy said that he has been uh, told, and there's reports, that he will absolutely be back next season. So yeah. for, for whatever that's worth. Um, I, this which, which has to do more with Sean Payton being available now, not Dan Quinn, right? I mean, we speculated about Dan Quinn and the potential of if he gets out the door, are the Cowboys losing – what could be a, a better head coach or maybe a better fit for, for that team. But this, I, th- I think the reaction to Mike McCarthy getting reassurances that he will be the head coach next year has way more to do with Sean Payton and his track record and history and relationship with the Jones family. But. This this is the ideal scenario for the Cowboys, though, right? I mean, Kellen Moore's coming back. Dan Quinn's coming back. Um, you know, I, I would assume, I mean, who knows what's going to happen with Amari Cooper. It sounds like, you know, he, he could be on the way out. But if you're Dallas like you you really didn't want to lose Dan Quinn and now you're going to bring him back for whatever it costs you or whatever his options were like this feels like an ideal spot for the Cowboys at least this early in the offseason I don't know I wouldn't be surprised nor shocked if Sean Payton pulls a Tony Dungy and never comes back I wouldn't be shocked oh I would be I wouldn't be I just I feel like he he I feel like one he's too good of a coach and, and as as good as TV can be, there's still no replacement for that competition, everything that comes along with it. I mean, now, again, this is assuming that he's not going to sign some $20 million a year you know, deal that he's it'd be tough to take him out of that spot, right? But that's what's interesting about the world of coaching and broadcasting is it's gotten to the point now where – you can use it as leverage a little bit. Yeah. Like these networks are actively going after coaches who are still coaching. 
Not guys who are like deciding to take a year off like Sean Payton or maybe have gotten fired. They every offseason will go after coaches who are still coaching. I know for a fact there's been people who have thought about approaching Sean McVay about being on TV, maybe calling games or being a part of a studio because they feel like he'd be great in that role because of how he deals with the media. And maybe he'd want to where John Gruden was obviously uh, you know, his, his mentor in some ways. He would want to follow in those footsteps, take some time off, and then come back to football later on given how young he is. So, I mean, all that stuff's up in the air when you're talking about money. Yeah, I just, uh, first of all, Sean Payton, we all agree, is going to be fantastic on television, correct? Whether he's calling games or in studio, I'd actually like to see him in studio because I think he can show his personality gonna a little bit. going to sound like Drew Brees. They're gonna, it's going to be like a carbon copy of Drew Brees. Like, they're going to break down, he's going to break down that game with a little bit of personality. Uh, like, Drew, Drew Brees seemed nervous at times, though. Like, he seemed like he was I really bet you Sean unsure. Payton will seem a little nervous at times. No. It's not that hard. I mean, it's not I don't, the I don't easiest thing. Will. Have you seen uh, those, you have, have you seen those post game? Uh, those post-game celebrations with Sean Payton, he gets down, man. It's a little different. Swivels hips. It's a little different when it's your gig. Yeah. Just yeah, I, I get that. I do it. But I'm what, just saying, like, I, I think you see guys like him and most coaches, when, when they know how to rap, when they know what they're talking about, they don't have any problems segueing into it. Uh, over, they, they really don't. Over under $10 million a year for Sean Payton in TV. Ooh. I'm going to say start to start with under. Uh, yeah, I'd say under that. Because yeah. they, yeah. they want to see how committed he is to it. Why would yeah. you want to waste $10 million on a one and done? Yeah. Okay. Well, I mean, uh, listen. Uh, look, I don't. I don't try and predict uh, who's going to make what when it comes to uh, but broadcast. Right. But make no mistake about it. That's whatever, all, yeah. whatever all number it is, it's going to be. It's yeah, going to be a good uh, number. For a second. Yeah. I don't. What did I don't you say, do, Jonas? What did you just say? I, I don't make predictions on what a broadcaster is going to make. That's not my game. By the way, if Tony Romo gets ten million dollars a year, I'm getting a sex change. Oh, all right. Wow. That is. That was taken totally out of context. Wow. I mean, it sounds uh, like, like it was pretty <laughs> plain and simple. Like was, much like what you just said. That was the context of the conversation. Is he at that number yet? <laughs> Tony that Romo? Yeah, we almost doubled that number. Come on, man. Hey, like, man. <laughs> so why are you still a dude? Uh, I, <laughs> <laughs> so you don't pay up on bets. Uh, look, LeVar, I, I, I didn't I know. I need you to look him right in the eyes and ask that question again. Yeah. Why are you still a dude? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> it just, I, look, I, did, I, didn't, I, don't I, know. Didn't, I actually didn't so think So you CBS, would not have licked the, the toilet seat had you lost. No. I, I would. I would have done that. No, you yeah, wouldn't would have. have. Listen, and you wouldn't have, have taped it, so there's pr- you wouldn't have done any of that. Yeah, I would never, have. Listen, you never own a put an AB jersey on. Yeah, with an AB jersey on. Okay. All right, it's two pros and a cup of joe. I know the truth about you. If you're a valued customer, you deserve a simple gesture of appreciation from your credit card company, and that's why Discover matches all the cash back you've earned at the end of your first year. Discover exceptionally common sense. Learn more at discover.com slash match. Limitations apply. All right, so coming up next, um, we could be on the verge of a little bit of history in the NFL. We'll tell you what that is right here on FSR. Be sure to catch live editions of Two Pros and a Cup of Joe with Brady Quinn, Lavar Arrington, and Jonas Knox weekdays at 6 a.m. Eastern, 3 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Hey, Brady, you got to hate when people act like they know you, right? Jeez. What happened? I just feel like we've done this show long enough now where people will get comfortable enough to think that they know you. You know what I mean? I don't know. Everybody's got a little uh, hitch in their giddy up. Can Can I say this, though? 
I, I do feel like uh, okay, you hold two on have one taken second. a step. Uh, hold on one second. Uh-oh. Two pros and a cup of Joe Fox Sports okay, Radio. There you go. So I, go ahead. I do. There you go. Yeah. 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 Um, <laughs> you, you two have taken uh, you know some big strides together because usually coming out of break, Lorvar would say, you need help. Yeah. You need you got problems. Well, I mean we have usually that'd be what you'd say. I, I mean, I could have said Berto and, and Jonas need help. <laughs> Me? That's Berto, man. I could have said they needed help, but I I mean, but they they kind of culminated that they need help part with something that they personally shot my way. They stole my lingo <laughs> on needing help and I, I just Hammers. We're talking about uh, tools, you know. <laughs> All right, come on, man. Let's do a topic. All right, that, that's, that's what, that, that you made it very um, awkward. By the way, I do because everybody I, knows me. Everybody who knows Lavar <laughs> knows exactly what you just did. But I do, uh, I do think that uh, the one thing I've noticed about Roberto is that he's got fourteen different words for the same thing. Like, <laughs> like every day he he blurts something in our ear, and we're like, "Wait, what? Oh, that's what you're talking about?" Because it was something different yesterday. So, yeah, it's a whole nother thing going on uh-huh. all right Bird um, tips are we <laughs> yeah. all right here we go all right <laughs> careful <laughs> uh, all right it is a uh, two pros cup of joe fox sports radio lavar errington brady quinn jonas knox obviously we got conference championship weekend uh i i just wanted to throw this at you guys i'm gonna make some wings for the game are you i'm really excited Smoked about or grilled it. or baked i got I, so you know you guys know i was in in virginia on business and I love cooking, so every every place we were going to, we we go to restaurants because uh, the the partnerships that that are involved with what I got going on, and so I go in the kitchen of all these restaurants, and the one the one chef I went in there, and he had a technique on how he made his wings, and I'm s- tremendously excited about doing it, and I want to do it today. Well, I'm gonna do it today. I'm gonna practice it today, and if it works out today, then I'm gonna definitely do it with different different sauces on on um saturday and sunday i mean are you gonna do like real spicy stuff or are you gonna go soft and do like teriyaki and barbecue i'm gonna I mean, probably do like sauce, i'm gonna dude. do like there's this new thing where you put you do old bay you might not know about old bay because west coast people don't really know about old bay but you do old bay wings and you dip them in in honey like and they have this spicy honey so you dip them in honey. That's like a new thing. Yeah, hot honey. Yeah, hot honey. Yeah, so I'm going to try it. Sweet and spice, man. Always it. works. Yeah, I'm going to try it. Um, so uh, speaking of a uh, barbecue, yeah, um, and, yeah. and look, let's just call it what it is. Pat I Mahomes, mean, yeah, Kansas, Kansas City barbecue is better than that. Uh, whatever they call that chili in uh, Cincinnati, that uh, was a skyline, skyline. a gold uh, star, I don't know, whatever you want to call it. Uh, Brady swears by it. I mean, it just you know, I've had it. It's not very good. You're trying to be offensive to Brady. No, I'm, I'm not. You're trying, I just you're trying to agitate him. I'm a chili connoisseur. All oh, right, geez. you know, listen, I'm a chili connoisseur. I go to a chili cookout. That is every such year. a lie. Just because you attend. A chili cook-off doesn't make you a connoisseur because you have to actually eat it. That of which I know you don't because <laughs> your bowels and intestines can't handle much. That is all right, very true. no, it's just that's I, how long we've been working together. I can talk on live radio oh. about Jonas's bowels and intestines. Oh, okay, you you want to hear? Okay, you want to hear what? what, what oh, well, you wow. want to hear what a horrible Ooh. person? All right, let's have. You want to have a real conversation? Let's have here? a real conversation. All right, let's, let, let's just unveil it all. This is what a terrible guy Brady Quinn is. Oh wow! So I tell him about this thing called the Squatty Potty. <laughs> all right, squatty now potty. the Squatty Potty is designed to basically take you back. Like 
you're a caveman because they actually yeah. went number two the correct way, right? They they didn't yeah, you know they did sit on the toilet, they, they dig a hole, yeah. they squat down. And, that's and, what they And do. so the the squatty potty is this platform that you put your feet up on, and it is supposed to help you um, take care of business in in a better way. Huh. And so I tell Brady about oh, it. I was like, hey wow. man, Br- Brady came to me off the air, and he was like, hey, I need to talk to you about something. I'm like, what's going on? He goes, so <laughs> I did not. Story, I did. This is such real, a lie. This is, this is, like, I, this is how I remembered the conversation. So Brady comes <laughs> oh, to me and he goes, oh, no. He goes, hey, man, lie. this is not for air, but I, I need to talk to you about something. Oh, I said, yeah, I'm like, what is it? You know, like, let, let me help you out. And he said, why uh, do you do this? He said, my wife is complaining because every time she does my laundry, it looks like you who. Oh, so let me. You know what the worst part about this is? I actually do a fair amount of the laundry. So this is why it's such a lie. So so I said, all right, so here's what you need to do. You got to get a you got to get a squatty potty because apparently you're not you're taking yeah. care of everything and uh, there's some residue left over. Oh, oh so let me, let me help you out. my and gosh! So, so he gets this residue. He gets this squatty potty and and listen to the listen to what a J off move this is. He sends me a video. So not only is he throwing the squatty potty away. He's getting help from his daughter to do it. So he's got like a whole cast to film him dismissing this great invention and this great offer of help that I tried to provide him. And he's got his daughter, who has no idea that she's part of a movie that's going to turn into a bit on radio years later, throwing away a squatty potty, Uh, insulting top to bottom. What's the truth, Brady? Here's the truthful parts of this. Uh, Jonas and I never had a conversation about getting one. Okay. Uh, he had talked so highly about it and how it was something he needed and that he used to be able to, uh, <laughs> you know, he never used to be able to wear white underwear. He oh can now. Oh he brought God. up this all these sucks. things. And I was like, all right, I'll give it a try. Okay. I had it for two days. Skid Mark Short. Yeah. <laughs> I had it for two days. And I was like, this is the dumbest thing ever. I actually, I hit up, because uh, I got off Amazon, and I went to return it, and I was like, yeah, you know, return, refund, whatever, like, it's just, it ain't my thing, and they're like, oh, yeah, no, you can just throw it away, we'll give you the refund. So, not only, not only did they realize it's a piece of crap, and I didn't have to pay for it, yeah. I filmed myself with my daughter walking over, and we didn't throw it away, because this one happened to be made of wood, so we recycled it. We put it in the re- recycling bin, so that was actually how it was disposed nice. of, Yeah, but... It doesn't change the point. This was all motivated by Jonas championing the squatty potty hey. of all things, which is such a weird, odd thing, just so he can wear white underwear. Again. Yeah, listen, uh, this is, uh, you know. I always wonder why they Trouser made Quinn over there. underwear white Yeah, when all of the worst business that you got going on is in that that region of your yourself well, but doesn't have that problem yeah. Yeah. but yeah. but here's yeah. the thing though whether they're different colors or not if if you have that that action going on it's going it's going to show up anyway why so. don't they make dark toilet paper you ever think about that they actually well i don't even want to get into this yeah. i'm going back to school but we did a case study and there there is actually it was a uh, portuguese toilet paper manufacturer who did it and they actually got a lot of uh, it was like a high end brand yeah. And so it became, you know, one of those like cool things to have in your bathroom. Like, oh my gosh, you have like different colored toilet paper or black hmm. toilet paper. Interesting. So. Can you can you imagine that we all have to have to handle our business that way? Like, you know, I used to have that moment in time where you you see somebody that was just super 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 attractive. Yeah, you'd be like, they're super attractive, and then I would say to myself, so I wouldn't be like a dirt bag. I'd be like. 
I'd imagine that situation, and and I get myself back together. Yeah, that's you good. Know? Yeah. That's like every time that's I good. see someone eat an acai bowl, you know, because it's like a trendy thing, right? There's like all these models eating acai bowls. I'm like, that looks terrible going in, and probably even worse coming out. Yeah, by the way, can you imagine the sound effects connected oh, to it? Like, oh, she's, you know, they're they're such a good looking person, but there's like. You know, hey, what, what are the sound effects associated uh, with that Lapp process? Lee Delap brought up a great point. Let's go live okay. to our go I, to I Know Why Dark Toilet Paper Doesn't Make Sense Insider. Lee Delap oh, from the latest. Exactly Lee. Yeah, how do you know when you're done wiping? Fair point, Lee. Yeah. Uh, Let's get point. on your fingers. Yeah, that's good. Very, hey, very look, good, everybody. That was, that was my, right. I, swear, I swear to you, that yeah. was my response in this case study. And you come to find out it was a complete marketing tool this company used, and it, it helped them grow their sales, and it helped them kind of put them on the map. Uh, yeah. So, so uh, I guess that's why they, they give you white underwear, too. Yeah. How you know that's you're done. That's just, <laughs> just phenomenal. <laughs> throw and throw. And, uh, and, and that, uh, that's how you, uh, that's how you uh, preview an AFC championship, folks. Uh, so there it is. Uh, Chiefs, uh, <laughs> Bengals. Well, who's going to uh, be the underwear? Who's going to be inside I, of all it? Right, can, I, can I just say this, though? Have people stopped to think about what Patrick Mahomes has done early in his career? I mean, like we're we're talking it's now what, four straight AFC title games, yep. a chance to go to a, a third Super Bowl, and you know one of the Super Bowls he didn't actually end up going to was because uh, the uh, or the the Super Bowl against uh, the AFC title game against the Patriots was the overtime rule where the Patriots got the ball first in overtime, went down and scored. He never got a chance to touch it. Like, like we're talking about this doesn't happen. Like this is historic stuff. I already think him and Andy Reid are Hall of Famers, but I, I mean this is and it just sort of I, I think we kind of take it for granted. Like oh you know the Chiefs are back they're on a great run. No 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 like we don't see this stuff in the NFL. It's hard hardly ever been done in the history of the it's NFL. Their best run in my opinion. It's their best one. I mean outside of the first one, it's, it's their best one because they haven't won in a dominant fashion this year. In fact. Uh, I was questioning whether their run of dominance had had started to come to an end, and you they did. have. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I did. I, I didn't even know if they were going to make the playoffs at one point in time. I, I just felt felt that way about kind of where they were at, where they figured out, and they've learned how to win ugly, and and not only learning how to win ugly, but now they've gotten on track offensively. I think they're now. I think this is more impressive because they had to fight through. The fact that people are familiar with them. The fact that you do know that he's got to get to Tariq. You do know that he's got to get to Kelsey. You know, they they had injuries in their backfield. So they weren't a team that were playing at, at full, you know, capacity. I, I, I just think that they have proven more of how great they are as a team, the coaching, the players, this season, to me, more so than any season prior to this most impressive to me I think uh, what the NFL does and this is like when you go in like Patrick Mahomes has and you're the MVP and you win a Super Bowl you know the NFL regardless of what we want to say on air about the, the you know the coaches or certain organizations all these guys are working 24 7 365 and and are some of the best in the world of what they do and they were going to try to find your weaknesses and, and exploit them. And it's gotten to a point now where this is the first year I think we saw some of that playing itself out over the course of the regular season where teams were playing Patrick Mahomes in a certain style, forcing him to take shorter passes, forcing him to be patient, forcing him to use his legs at times. 
And those big plays, those shots, those things that they love doing just weren't there. And, you know, I think what you saw from him was part of his maturation as a quarterback within this league with the ability to play in any style ever. Like, Cobra Kai's like this this cool new revamp show, right, from Karate Kid. And one of the things, if you watch that series, that you'll see is like all the blend of styles of martial arts. And it's like getting to the point where like you, you're seeing that now in Patrick Mahomes' game, where he doesn't have any flaws in his game because he's been able to adapt to whatever defenses are throwing against them, whether it's first pressure, whether it's on the run, on the move. We've seen that. But now it's about what happens if I just have to sit there and they're dropping eight guys in the coverage and I don't have Tyreek and I don't have Travis and I've got to check down or I've got to like maybe just scramble up for a five-yard gain. Like he's getting to the point now where he's, he's doing that and he's not forcing the football uh, into, you know, getting impatient. And I, I think it's one of the biggest steps that's allowed him to, you know, remain at the top of the league. I, I got a really bad feeling about this game for Cincinnati. Uh, it, it, it feels like uh, Kansas City is going to run it up. I, I don't know why. I just get this. I just get this feeling that last week was uh, th- they're going to take whatever happened last week and just continue on, and uh, they're going to get after Joe Burrow and, and they're going to run up that score. And I don't. I don't want that. I, I, I look if Kansas if if Cincinnati wins that game, I think it's fantastic for the NFL. It's a lot of fun. I just get a bad feeling that Kansas. It's City's, a weird line. I did not is. think. I mean, think about it. Cincinnati beat them, and granted, in Cincinnati yeah. just a few weeks ago. Yeah. And Jamar Chase went off for 266 yards, three touchdowns on 11 catches. They could not stop him. So what would make you think that they can this time? Just because they're playing an arrowhead? And they just beat the number one seed on the road uh, as a four, four and a half point underdog. And then they come out and, and they're seven. And what is is that up to seven and a half now? Is that, is that where it's the line's seven at? last time I looked. I haven't seen anything at seven and a half. But that's a lot of points. Yeah, I know, man. I, that's why I just I just get this feeling. it's gonna. And I don't want blowouts. I want as good a games as possible. This one just feels like you go that direction. It, it, it's, it's one of those fishy lines, though. Yeah. Where you, I feel like you're the fish because they want you to take Cincinnati they want you to take the points and then to your point Kansas City ends up you know Ugh. breaking out a can yeah you know? it's a bummer but well, um, what if Cincy were to beat them and make it to the Super Bowl Oh, great. It'd be awesome. Look, I, I, Cincinnati is a fun team to watch man like this, is, all, this yeah. could be one of those deals where it's like whoa hold on a like Cincinnati? Cincinnati. Cincinnati is about to go on a run? By the way, how many coaches do you think have been canned after two years? If Cincinnati gets to the Super Bowl, they're going to go, hey, you see what happens when you give a guy a third year and, and you give him an opportunity and build some talent around him? I think Joe Judge is going to come out and uh, you know speak very highly of Zach Taylor afterwards. If you <sighs> give Joe Judge a third year, he would have gotten them to a Super Bowl. I'm, I'm, I'm super well, I intrigued. I hope, I hope for football that it it's close. Yeah, I, I think I that too. Buffalo was the only team that was going to beat. This is my opinion today. I think Buffalo was the only team that was going to beat Kansas City. Yeah, we, let, Let's Feels be like real. It. We already saw the best matchup we're going to see the rest of the postseason. I mean, I, it was a I hell mean, of a matchup. Yeah. It, 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 I mean, it is. like The Chiefs and the Bills are probably the best two teams in the NFL. Yeah. And we already saw that game. And, and look, I'm not trying to make a case that the Super Bowl champion isn't the Super Bowl champion. I'm just saying that's how it works out sometimes when you're talking about the entirety of a league and a playoff system. You don't always get the best two teams playing each other at the end of the season. Sometimes the best two teams have to you know, play each other on the way there. 
And that's what we got here. I mean, that's that's really what this is between these two teams. Uh, two pros and a cup of Joe. Fox Sports Radio. Tannins. Lamar Arrington, Brady Quinn, Jonas Knox with you here on uh, on FSR. A couple of class acts. Uh, all right, coming up next, uh, shot callers. We're going to make some predictions for the busy NFL weekend. It's yours right here on FSR. Be sure to catch live editions of Two Pros and a Cup of Joe with Brady Quinn, Lavar Arrington, and Jonas Knox weekdays at 6 a.m. Eastern, 3 a.m. Pacific. He's Mike Carmen. I'm Dan Byard. We have a brand new fantasy football podcast called I Want Your Flex. Twice a week, every Tuesday and Friday, we come up with new episodes to not only look back at what happened, what you need to do at that minute, and also look ahead of what's coming up in the fantasy football world. That's right, Dan. Every week, we're going to scour the waiver wire to find the pickups to turbo boost your fantasy lineup, sits, starts, fantasy football players' rankings to get you ready to dominate the competition. Listen to I Want Your Flex with Mike Harmon and me, Dan Beyer, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, and wherever for you get your podcasts hey hey you know who this is uh metallica <laughs> it's all right <laughs> all right i can't sing a night octave yeah that's too high yeah it's uh it's a rough fill up fill up michael bailey and uh i think you should let jonas punch you in the nuts then see Ooh, if you can yeah, no, that, actually, the only problem is is i'd be might- trying to punch him back rather than sing yeah. I, you, yeah, that's true. Yeah. But you might be out for about 30 seconds, you know, and you might be able to hit that that falsetto. Have, have you ever been hit that way before? It is one of the most. Like in, voluntarily? No, not voluntarily. No. Like, like just have you been hit that way before? Bro, I, I played catcher when I was young. Did like you? all growing oh, up. no. Ooh. Yeah. Uh, ima- imagine a, you know, almost 90 or 90 some mile an hour fastball. Skip it up there. Have fun Man. with that. Yeah, and a, and a cup doesn't help, right? There's that, no, that's, it, it almost creates like it hurts uh, more. It's yeah. Well, it almost creates like a a, a ricochet effect. Oh, because you get hit. And so, yeah, it's not a direct hit, but then you're it's bouncing around in there for a while. And Ooh. it's like one, two, three, four. It's like going through a boxing match. It's not, it's not ah, one knockout. Blow. It's rounds three through four that led to the knockout in round five. Ugh. God, that's yeah. just that makes me sick. Like yeah. I, I just that is see, one of the most intense feelings you will ever have in your life if you ever get a real blow there. Yeah. Yeah. It's rough. Yeah. yeah. Um, oh, bro. Yeah. Uh by the way, top of next hour. Yeah. Uh there's a uh, a new rumor out there. Okay. Uh one team in the NFL could be making a big time hire. Uh there's a lot of speculation starting to pick up momentum. We're going to get to that here yeah, at top of next of hour. This come out of nowhere uh, here on too, right? uh, FSR. Yeah, I, I call shenanigans. I, I think I think really? there's some shenanigans in that story. I don't know. I've got a theory on this. Uh but right now it is time for something we do on the show every single Friday called this. So, you think you're running these streets? Let's find out. <laughs> Here's your shot callers. All right, lead the lap. What the hell we got? You guys, Brady is on a hot streak. Last week, he took the underdog Bengals to beat the Titans, and he was the only one correct last week. Jonas tried to piggyback off of that, giving a parlay, also taking the Bengals, but he also took the Packers on that, on no. that uh, God, side of the, pa- of, the yeah. of the parlay. I thought it was a good bet at the time in your I defense, just, Jonas. I, I, don't, I really did. So, so I'm just... I'm just not doing well on my my bets, huh? 
All right. It's okay. uh, well, you had, oh, do you have Tampa? Uh, it's been a while. But, okay. hey, so, LeVar, you pick it up, all right? Yes, sir. You got it's this. always a good time hey, for a comeback. Hey, but you, know? Know, hey, but you, know you keep what, picking at some point, something's going to happen. All right. So yeah. l- l- let me ask you guys this. Hopefully. Let me ask you this. If, if, the, if the Buccaneers don't blow that coverage and Cooper Cup gets wide open and that game goes to overtime. They blow the coverage. Well, they just ran blitz zero. Yeah, well, they, they put Cooper okay. Cup on Antoine Winfield. Like, yeah. that's just bad defense. All right. So let me rephrase. What a running start. Because what, what I was. <laughs> <laughs> what, what, what I was Jeez. what I was trying to say is, um, had the Bucks not called a zero blitz there, uh, and Cooper Cup not gotten away from Antoine possible. Antoine Winfield Jr., possible. If that game goes to overtime, depends on who won the okay, toss, just, right? Okay, if Tampa wins the toss, Tampa they, wins they that game, correct? Win that. Yeah, I think so too. So Lavar, look, I mean, blame Antoine Winfield Jr. for you losing well, last I, week. I blame oh, Todd Bowles no. for making the call, but well, I get put him it. In a bad spot. I get it. Um, all right, Lee, what do we got? We got to stick with the hot hand. Brady, call your shot. Oh, okay. Wow, this is kind of sprung on me. Now, I did try to send you guys in the text chain what I think is a layup, unless I'm overthinking this, but uh, Jamar Chase, anytime score in this game is plus 100. It doesn't really make much sense. I mean, they couldn't stop him last time around a few weeks ago. Not much has changed. And you know it's not like Cincinnati's not going to go out, go to him in clutch situations. He's been awesome this year. So I've got Jamar Chase at plus 100 as an anytime scorer. And mind you, I do want to point this out. As I was looking through uh, DraftKings at some of the different anytime scorer odds, do you know they've got the Kansas City Chiefs defense to anytime scorer higher than Daryl Williams, Joe Burrow, and then you've got the Cincinnati Bengals defense as a higher scorer than other guys. I know, granted, much, much more like backups, but still kind of crazy. There's actually like decent odds or there's a shot that there would be a defensive score touchdown. Jonas, I know there's one you're bullish on. Call your shot on this. All right, so uh, look, Jimmy Garoppolo is not known to be a very mobile quarterback. He's not one of these guys that's known to uh, rush the ball a lot. But in playoff games, desperate times call for desperate measures. And this seems to me like a very doable prop. You can find these on on whatever betting site you want to choose. But Jimmy Garoppolo rushing yards over two and a half. All right, so all we need is three yards on the ground. Aaron Donald gets after him. He's got to scramble a little bit. George Kittle's locked up. He doesn't have anybody else. Scramble for three, four yards. Pick up a modest gain. And next thing you know, we're in the we're in the green on on this bet. I just feel like for two and a half, Jimmy G in support of Jimmy Garoppolo. Uh, it's uh, pretty much even money. In fact, it's favored to go to the under. Like that's actually slight money coming on the, on the under. People feel like it's not going to happen because he's not a mobile quarterback. But I like Jimmy Garoppolo over two and a half rushing yards. My guy, Jimmy G. Who gets you know no respect? Why? What's the like sack? Go, ahead, go. I'm sorry. No, no, I say I just I feel like when you're under center, it's a lot harder to get those rushing yards when you drop back to then get your momentum moving back forward. So I, I don't know. <laughs> a three quarterback sneaks to set up Robbie Gold for a game winner. We're in the what's, there you go. what's the sack Bingo. total uh, bet on Joe Burrow? Do we know <laughs> number of times he'll get sacked? The, the over under. Make I'm, one up. I'm going to say it's under five. Oh, okay. We'll say I it's mean, under hold five. On. The last time they played, the Chiefs only sacked him four times. I'm gonna say it's under five. All right, listen. I, I, I think. I hey. think. Here's the reason why I'm saying it could be under five because I really think it's going to be more than. No, five. you got to pick four and a half. You either uh, have to go uh, over or under four and a half. Oof. 
Uh, I'm going to say more than four and a half. Okay. <laughs> I'm going to say five then. I'm going to say, I'm hey, gonna say more than four. Hey, listen. Sticks, so, so I'm going to say more than four. How about that? Hey, he will get sacked more than four times. Stick Sportsbook right, makes its own rules. Now. All right. Yeah, well, there you go. Stick yeah. Sportsbook makes its own rules. Brady totally works. changed my bet because I would have said under five, but right. it's going to be like we'll at five. <laughs> Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. 